um, when I was at work. And so, like, mm. I'm, like, breaking down at work. And, like, everybody's coming to me and rushing to me. Apparently, she hugged me. And so she apologized for it when I got back to work. She's like, I'm sorry. Mm. I didn't know that you didn't like being touched. And then the whole hair situation. <laughs> Girl, she is just, uh, oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> if I could oh, turn my face into a meme, it would be, it would have been wonderful. Oh my gosh! She looked at the. You know that meme with that little um, chubby black boy, um, and he's like looking like with his eyes like. Oh. That was me. Ooh, have you heard that? That's who halfway got me fucked up, and she learned her lesson. <laughs> that was a halfway because she knew right. she fucked up, right. but she just was like, ooh, let me fall back. Right. It was like, we don't have to go back on social people about how they fucked up. Right. She didn't I'm double down. Like, she did it the right way. She, 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 gets, she don't get points, but good job. Right, like thank you for not having to make me, you know, curse you out further you out. or right. really At get my in job. my bag about this. Right, right. Yeah, it's like I don't, I don't have to tell you, but one time, like we at work, keep your hands to yourself. Exactly. And I said, oh, that's fair enough. Pretty yeah. much. I know. Just I don't really. I'm a hugger. I hug at work. I do hug my contractors. I do hug my employees, mm. and I do hug. Mm. You know, I do. I do hug, but no. I have to keep them motivated. You can I mean, motivate me without touching me. I'm a no-touchy. Um, they keep the me thing. motivated by bringing me snacks. Well, see, okay, here's the thing. It, because I'm a fed and they're not, I can't give them things per se uh, okay. because I'm not supposed to. It, you know, it just looks like complicated. It's frowned upon, like that. yeah. So yeah. hugs, I find, and encouraging words really help. And I'll, I'll take that. I'll take an encouraging word. Just yeah. keep your hands oh, I give kudos all the time. If you find a paperclip and you have lost it, I will give you kudos for that. I will make a, a whole production <laughs> out of it. I believe in making sure my people are happy and satisfied. Because when That's they're happy and satisfied, be. listen, I get what I want, and then exactly. I'm happy. I'm not, I don't have to, to, you know, stop around and act like yeah. Momzilla in the office. Pretty much. Anyway. You know, you know. But let um, people, let the people know. Oh yeah. I, you know, I, nobody really got me fucked up this week except for my new puppy Barack, <laughs> because he has been attacking my plant, and I just oh, like, I can't have that. Did he pee in the plant, or he's just beating it up? He's he's eating it. He's he's pulling oh. on it and 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 scratching at it and. He's um, an American bulldog. He's beautiful. He's absolutely just beautiful. Like an American. I love him. Listen, to just fuck <laughs> up the environment. Yes, I know. And so he's absolutely wonderful. I love him. I, you know, he pees on the floor. I just clean it up. But when I saw that he attacked my plant girl, I lost it. <laughs> I, I can't explain it. I've had this plant since um, my mama gave me this plant like maybe about two years after I moved into my house. 
Yeah. And I've been taking care of this plant, honey. It's my plant. <laughs> honey, it's so funny how you get protective over plants. Like, I got four plants now. And mm-hmm. come on, fight somebody if they just knock my plant. I water my plants. I talk to my plants. I talk I, to I, them. I, yeah. I make sure that they have light. Okay. Yes. My plant flourishes every season. <laughs> and I'm in here like when I saw the little green leaves on the floor, I thought I was like, oh, Barack, you shouldn't live in room. Then I got closer. I was like, that's my plant. I said, oh, the hell no, you damn little boy. I was in here cursing this dog out like, look, like it is a real little boy. Him <laughs> out, something terrible. Like, no, you didn't come in here and my plant, and I'll see you the next time. I said, that's yes. your plant. Yes. <laughs> Not my plan, honey. Not my plan. Okay. He learned. He learned. <laughs> oh, no. I haven't had to say much to him lately, but I was like, you know what? We're going to go. We are going to go to obedience school. I did find one, okay. Um, a good class. And we are only because I want him to know basic commands. He's going to be a very big dog. Yeah. And the last thing I need is him running them up in the neighborhood fighting people. Because I yeah. ain't paying nobody's insurance shit. I ain't having all that. So I am going to make sure he's properly trained. Um, and then I Good. did do my research on his breed, and they're very... Um, Hyper. Well, they are, but they said they need a lot of active activity. So I take mm-hmm. him out in the morning, and, like, this morning we ran, and I take him... And plus the kids across the street, like, if I take him out, like, around 3 in the afternoon, when the kids are off the bus stop, they all are ready to play with him and keep him entertained Aww. for a good hour <laughs> until it's time for them to go play football or whatever they're going to do for the evening. Yeah. Um, but I've been kind of working on that, trying to get him acclimated to the household and adjusted. And he's starting to, you know, learn some things. He's not he, – he, he's starting to understand me because at first, you know, he was trying it. And yeah. then we had to go toe to show one night. <laughs> And I let, and I came out the victor in that one because I was like, oh no, boy, you ain't gonna whoop me. Oh hell no. <laughs> what you ain't gonna do? It's coming from her. My, right in my house. Just don't let them tear your back your backyard up. Like I had a pit bull and that little nigga. I had so many damn holes in my backyard. I had a little garden at the time. He was mm. digging the stuff up. I went and got him like this really like pit bull rubber bone situation like mm-hmm. he just about demolished that like he <sighs> I know because we, he like oh, I give him a little stick he's we I've got a tree and he's he's attacking the tree already trying to chew it which is fine <laughs> I don't like that tree anyway so um that's fine I don't mind yeah but he does like to dig and um he likes to, they like to eat things off the ground Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't have time for this shit. I was like, I definitely have to get him trained because I, yeah. I pulled a cigarette butt out of his mouth. I pulled a, a, a twig mm-hmm. out of his mouth, leaves. Oh, Lord. I was like, I can't. But I'll be, I'll be staying on him when I watch him outside. But, I mean, outside of that, though, he's precious. I love him. Aww. He's just precious. He's just so precious and cute. Yes, yes. I love him. But when he touched my plane again, he got to go. <laughs> I didn't do anything there, like, I know, I know, but I'm going to learn them, I'm going to learn them good, so, <laughs> but, uh, yes, I feel like I'm a mom all over again, like, I have sure. a son now, girl. At least you don't have to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Child, that was, whew. 
that used to be the worst. I'll never forget this one time. I woke up at like 3 a.m. and I started to get my daughter's bottle on. I put it in the bottle warmer. So I'm holding her and rocking her while she's crying. And so she kind of quiets down. And I'm holding her sitting up and I start to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And I completely fall asleep and she rolls off my lap. <laughs> oh, to the no. floor. And you know, when they're little babies, it, it's okay if they roll because they're like wet <laughs> noodles. It's okay. Like, it's all right. Okay. And I you. jumped up. <laughs> so I jumped up. I'm like, my baby. And of course, I, I'm, for whatever reason, I knocked the lamp off the side of the dresser and like all the stuff. <laughs> 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 and I pick her up off the floor and she's asleep. And so I go downstairs to buy a halfway damn near melted because I'm not going to And she went right back to me. Oh, I was so pissed. Oh, I was pissed. I put that bottle right back in the refrigerator, too. I'm like, I want to go right up in the morning when you want your 6 a.m. bottle because you're going to take it. Right. No formula. No formula. Sure. Girl, oh, uh, gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> the stories I could tell of being a new mom. I was a hot ass. It was just, uh, I know. Oh, it, was I, it just, it was, it was nerve wracking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, uh, God. And I didn't have uh, the youngest siblings. I was the youngest. So, uh, you know, so, yeah, you had no, like, no type of training when it came to kids. I mean, like, I thought I did because I took, like, um, child development in high school and I worked in a daycare yeah. and I babysat but it's nothing like when you give birth to your own child and that right. in the hospital oh, that is where the nightmare begins like in the hospital you really think you can handle it mm-hmm. and if you leave and they start crying you're looking like no and you sitting on the side of the bed crying the baby crying everybody in the house crying <laughs> okay <laughs> You just want three hours of fucking sleep uninterrupted. That's all I wanted to do. And I never forget my auntie came to visit me, and she, I gave her the baby, and I sat down, and I just cried because I was like, finally. And she was like, oh, no, you got a woman up now. And I was like, I will. But not now. I just wanted to cry and lay the hell down. Yes. I was exhausted. It was exhausting. Yes. But it still is. <laughs> I know. It's not over. <laughs> it never it ends. ends. It never ends. It don't much y'all had me up and down the road last weekend from um, D.C. to fucking um, Norfolk and back. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's right. Y'all went on that slave submarine. It was not a slave submarine, first of all. It was a warship. It was a battleship, okay? That's, listen, they don't want you to know that it was a slave submarine. Listen. They don't was, want, listen, they don't want you to have the knowledge. Hashtag stay woke. <laughs> you did. I was like, oh, girl, we're going to be down in your neck of the woods this week. And I was like, I'm like, get close to my son, we'll scratch you. And then you was like, girl, where are you going to be? I was like, I'm going to be on the battleship. We're going to spend a night. You said, mm. Don't he's like, you know, don't sleep too good. That's how they got us the last time. That's how they said, got us the last time. I'm telling you. I said, they serve us fried chicken. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> but it, it was actually a really interesting field trip. It was. Yeah. Um, 
stayed on. The only part about it that really I could have did without, I could have slept at the Marriott. I didn't have to sleep on the um, actual bunks that they have on them on the damn ships because isn't there was, like a Marriott right across the street? It's a hotel right across the street from the ship. Literally, like right across yeah. the street. You could walk to it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You could walk. Yeah. The, the world. It's like the World Trade Center's over there. A couple mm-hmm. hotels over there. Water skiing. The all that. Center and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. All, all that's that. over there. So I was just like, okay, this is cute or whatever. We down here or whatever. We got a water. I, I forgot driving in the Hampton is that underwater tunnel. And so mm-hmm. that was cute or whatever, driving back through that again. That was and the, what was that, though? Um, I can't remember. Not, Go ahead. I'm not the Tidewater. It's, it's the, um, no, it's the uh, HBT. Okay. You, but you know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, the Hampton Bridge Tunnel. Yes, yes. HRBC. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. We drove through that. And um, it was cute, but yeah, she's been giving me Disney because we're, we, this weekend, what are we doing? Um, She's going to go, there's a free ice hockey class. They're going to teach all the oh. girls how to play ice hockey. And, Protect um, her teeth, please. We we don't need no gumbies walking around here. No what? No gumbies. We don't want, we don't want no oh, pups no. hitting her in her mouth, please. It's we don't. only... <laughs> It's just for one lesson. She knows how to ice skate, actually. Her aunt taught her how to ice skate, That's so she's good. actually pretty good on ice. But I was like, you know what? This might be fun for you to just just, just to have as an experience, just, you know, play ice hockey, because there are black hockey players, and um, you don't see them a lot, and they're not centered a lot. But I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. What? You know what? They those goddamn black hockey players with your lying ass. <laughs> there are. Name um, what? Name me one. The I'll wait. To the Google. Mm-hmm. No, don't go to the Googles. Don't go to the Googles. Maybe what off the top of your head? Um, I don't remember his name. <laughs> but he's probably um, by Rachel. Okay, there is for the Winnipeg Jets. There's Dustin Bostrowin. Oh Jesus, Donald Brashear. He's about white people. I know. Um, he's wearing a Capitals jersey. Oh shit! And then there's Kyle Octoso. He looks mulatto, but you know, no offense to. Is that a slur? What mulatto? Yeah. Oh no, it's not. Tell us what it is, y'all. I call people mulatto all the time. I call my racial yeah. people mulattoes. Girl, well, I, listen, I I don't know the proper term for um, biracial ethnic people. If I'm saying it wrong, I apologize. But um, yeah, tell us if yeah. y'all don't want to be called mulattoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Craighead, Robbie Earl, Craig Mold, Greg Robbie Molden. Earl, Robbie Earl. See, you know what? His and name, I'm looking at his black ass right now. Both of his mm-hmm. names are in the same genre. That's what I'm talking about. That makes sense. Robert <laughs> Earl. Robbie Earl. <laughs> Ralph Angel. Oh, George <sighs> Phillips. Makes sense. Okay, there's a whole Wikipedia page with a list. Wayne Simmons. Wikipedia is not Flyers. acceptable. You cannot. It's not an acceptable. It's not, but they have t- actual pictures, so I'm here for it. There's a whole list of picture. black hockey players. Girl, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Bro, you got the same Google I do, okay? She bro, the same she Google I search. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> no, that's the truth. <laughs> you serve the same Google I search. Listen, that is deposited into my word bank. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you really want to get into this ministry of black hockey players, yes. we can make it happen, okay? They're out there. And, um, do you know, because I think they, they profiled one of the guys on uh, Real Sports with Brian Gumble. Brian can't remember. It was a while ago. Anybody so watching about, Brian Gumble? You know what? Let me tell you. The, the best show as far as journalism is Real Sports with Brian Gumble. Hands down. Is he even still with us? I thought he was. Brian Gumble always was. Let me tell you. So, over the years, Brian Gumble has had a couple run-ins with white supremacy, and he's totally, like, he hasn't been a full one any, but he knows he's a nigga now. Hmm, interesting. She does. And, and I'm, 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 I'm with it in the sense that I don't particularly care for him and his politics, but his journalistic acumen and the way they actually tell the stories on real sports and and how they present the topics. I love it because it's not that they're presenting things as they're right or wrong. They're just presenting the facts, and you draw mm-hmm. your own conclusion, which to I me like is what all journalism is really supposed to be about. Like, that's why I don't right. particularly care for what they're doing now because right. it's biased. You know, they're coming, like, it's, it's all planted. Like, if you're a liberal, you're writing from that perspective, and you're conservative, writing from that perspective. No, just present the facts. And people draw their own conclusions, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I still get that there. And they really tell great stories. I mean, great stories. And um, I, I still watch it. I, I absolutely adore that show. But um, they've been talking about some really good stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, girl, listen, there are black hockey players out here. Black sport are everywhere. There's no place we can't go and succeed. And that's the truth. I mean, they're... There's Mississippi, but you oh, know, other than that, there's no that place to be. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you know what? And I have to go. I mean, since I'm on Google, I believe that there was a um, atlas from like the 1950s or an almanac or something. I can't remember, but it was talking about where African Americans, like, if we wanted to travel, like, go on vacation, mm-hmm. where we could and couldn't go. It was a Ooh, lot of a almanac. Almanac. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. The Black Almanac. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me look. So we have a show flow, but we are really just um, riffing right now. We're just going here. <laughs> I can't remember the name of this book, but I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna talk about it next week. But it was like you know, the, it was like a black travel guide, and it was right. talking about like places you could and couldn't go if you were Negro. And, um, you know, there was a time in this country, you know, they had sun, sundown towns, and um, you hear black and you're in a certain town after after dark, they will lynch you and kill you, and um, all kinds of stuff. Bless you, Barack. Bless you, baby. Oh, the more you know. African Americans safe on the road, the Green Book. For Negro Travelers. Here it is. And um, they they. Did you say you were going to go over this next week? 
I know, girl. Let me save it now. <laughs> Shit. Okay, here we go. Okay, moving forward. So, did you listen to Solange's album, A Seat at the Table, this week, girl? Yep. And I yeah. got notes. Okay. Y'all heard it? Y'all you? heard it? <laughs> My favorite I got Boo for us. Oh, Fubu. I didn't like that one. I didn't like this one too much. I like oh, so. My favorite favorite is the um the intro, the number the first song Rise because mm-hmm. that sounds like um is it I B I D what is it I B I or E B E put the mm-hmm. twins the African twins that sing it sounded oh. just like something that I love their album and that first song sounded just like that. Yes, yes, I um. I didn't get into because I downloaded it straight from Title, so mm-hmm. I did not get into um, all of it. I also just downloaded like a whole bunch of Jeezy albums because I listened mm-hmm. to him on um, his interview them. on Taxstone, girl. Okay, so let me see. I liked Weary. That's my yes. That's my second favorite. It's also number two. Yes, I like that Mad. one. That's my other one featuring Lil Wayne. That sounds he like that. um. He that did one that. Like, did that. He did. It sounds like Beyonce helped her with that one because it sounds like Haunted from mm. the Beyonce album. The a little name bit. Beyonce. Yeah. Mhm. Just a little bit. Shalonda just wanted to find out this album took four years for her to make, but I also like Don't You Wait. Uh, yeah, that was okay. That was cute. But my favorite thing about the album was the interludes with uh, Master Miss P. Tina. Well, and yeah, Miss Tina. Miss mm-hmm. Tina Gates. Oh. She came through with that word. She, oh, girl, she really did. She did. I like this Miss Tina. This Miss Tina. She. I don't know what Matthew was doing anyway. You know what? She, you could tell she stayed and really tried. Mm-hmm. You could tell she was really devoted and tried, like legit. And he just wanted no good. No, he wasn't. But he I mean, that no it was for the best of her and Beyonce and the whole Beyonce family because mm-hmm. I feel like with when Tina, I'm sorry, Miss Tina, because I don't want her to hear this and then cry me. When Miss Tina, Mm -hmm. right, and I can't, I just can't have that. So when Miss Tina was with Matthew, um, her, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Seamstress skills, while they were up Mm -hmm. to par as far as stitching, the actual Mm -hmm. design of some of Mm -hmm. the um, outfits were, um, what's a good word without being nasty? So I've only heard shade in reference to those outfits, and so I can't, I can't say anything. Yeah, like and I don't. Wanna... Yeah, like I don't want to come <laughs> off. I, I'll just say they weren't, they weren't to my taste. Mm. Um, but Beyonce may have been in a whole different, you know, mindset at that time, so that's what went with her. But they just weren't for me. But I don't know if this is her currently, 
they're styling or sewing these clothes for Beyonce, but I like those. I don't think costume. that she is still her, her, her. I don't think she's still Beyonce's designer. Gotcha. It makes total I don't sense. think so. No. But yeah. I've always felt some of Beyonce's fashion, fashion choices have been um, questionable, for and, lack yes. of a better word. Um, yeah, let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that I've always felt that her her style and stuff was questionable. But um, so all of whatever she did that with this um album, and let me see, I appreciated Master P coming through and dropping jewels on us and whatnot. Right. Um, I just I just loved everything about it, and I liked the fact that um that he came through and he really was just like look let me tell you this is how it is and he really kind of gave us that that background into how he got started and yeah. it just reminded me like you know master p really was the shit back in the day right and we all know this Mm-hmm. But a lot of people forget. A lot of people forget, and um, they um, they try to not give him his props. But you can't take away um, you can't take away any of uh, what Master P did. Right. Mm-hmm. Of course, he gave away. us. He gave us mystical. He gave us Silk the Shocker with his non-rapping ass. Honey. He gave us, um, who else did he give us? It doesn't even matter, but he gave us some stuff. Let me tell you something. Master P, the thing that I really appreciate about him is <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Ain't nobody running around hauling about Master P owed him money. Right? Well, well. <laughs> that ex-wife of his. Well, and even that's that. Listen, she didn't rap on that. She didn't rap on another album. She wasn't on True. She wasn't she was on. Singing in um, the background. Oh shit! So he better get run her her coin and stop playing. You know, we have to get into their personal business, but <laughs> right. Right. But he did give us. Listen. Without Master P, there would be no Romeo. Therefore, there would be no ICDC College. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> so he has done. He has brought us a mighty long way. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm here for it all. I'm here for it all, okay? And um <laughs> I'm between that and um Luke Cage. Luke Cage is great. Well, so far from what I've seen it's great. Okay, so what are you up to? I'm up to I'm right at where Luke Cage saves Misty Knight and they're behind the bar. I'm sorry, spoilers. <laughs> They're behind the bar. 
um, and uh, they're being shot at. Okay, 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 okay. So you're, like, almost finished. Yeah. So up until this point, one of the things I really liked about um, this show, I enjoyed Totten, though. Let me tell you something about Remy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that is Remy. I said this nigga can wear the fuck out of a suit. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just... He needs to get a Joseph Banks uh, photo shoot or what's they mm-hmm. called? He needs to be the ambassador of S&K, uh, mm-hmm. Ms. Warehouse. Hell, I need him at K&G wearing a Steve Harvey suit. This no. man <laughs> can wear a fucking suit. And it is True. sexy. He looked good. And I was happy to see him in this role because one of the things while I love House of Cards, I did not I did not like the way they portrayed him in House of Cards. Really? Because he, well, he was seemed, like a gopher. Yeah, he seemed indispensable. He seemed like a pawn at times in yeah. um, Frank and Claire's games. In this one I liked seeing him um Morning. I like yeah, I like seeing him in a much stronger forward role. I yeah. really did enjoy that. And, um, yeah, I really appreciated that. And I also um, like, well, I enjoyed the first episode. I totally forgot about that song, Good Man by Raphael Sadiq. But when I heard it, I lost my shit. I was like, oh, my God. I'm a good man. I was like, yes. I haven't heard that song in forever. And yeah. it was just. I was like, ooh, and then he had um, Faith Evans, so mm-hmm. I love Faith. I'm a big Faith fan. Stan, yeah. I'm a stan. I stand for Faith Evans. Let's see if you'll still be a fan after Stevie J finished with us. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've put up with a lot with Faith over the years, okay? I've put up a lot with her. But if she messed with Stevie J for real, like they saying, I quit. She Listen, I just hope she don't get back on that hard rock, because I can't take it no more. She, she wasn't on no hard rock. Candy. She was on cocaine. Get it what's right. Des- what's the same desperation, okay? Okay. Booger sugar is not the same <laughs> as a hard rock, okay? She on that booger sugar. Crack. It's a what did you say? Crack is cheap. <laughs> okay? And Faith writes her songs and gets residual time. She can afford a little cocaine, okay? Well, she okay. She can afford her but... disco dust. Her disco dress? hmm <laughs> 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 I can't breathe. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, Faith, you go, girl. <laughs> I enjoyed, um... I really enjoyed the the club and the the picture of Biggie in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed Alfrey Woodard. Listen, she said her sister ain't gonna show her up on Queen Sugar. Oh, listen, <laughs> girl, I'm. A... <laughs> she is giving us down in the Delta, honey. She is giving us funny Valentine. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, Dairy B. <laughs> Somebody said, um, 
I said, oh, Alfrey Woodard, I said she went it. And it was like, I don't care what she do. I'm always going to remember her from Holiday Heart. I said, bitch, Wanda. y'all not going to do Alfrey. <laughs> y'all not going to do Alfrey like that, okay? She has been down in the Delta. Uh, I have that movie, too. Shit, now I gotta watch it. <laughs> like, down in the Delphi used to be my shit back in the day. So. Funny, that was how it was mine. Oh, Lord. Alfred, she really did a phenomenal job. And um, Simone Mistress, honey. Is that Misty Knight? Yes. She is everything. She is. She is everything. And I'm waiting on her to have a spinoff. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting on her to have her own line of hot sauce, church hats, <laughs> and whatever else we can get. Bundles. We got to get the the lady some bundles. Yes, her um, because her braid out is real. Wasn't it? I don't know. If she was using Carol's daughters or somebody. Maybe that Shea Moisture or some somebody. But I'm like all this definition. I need it. Listen, her braid out is defined. Mm-hmm. And she just she's just slaying. She's slaying. And then my favorite scene of her was when she was looking for the boy. What was his name? I forgot. Chico. Okay. And yes. she she was on the basketball court, and she let like, yes. those are my initials right there. I said, ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite. Oh, scenes. Here, Misty. Ooh. That was cute. It was, and I just enjoyed watching Luke Cage. Um, I like Michael Coulter, who played Luke Cage. Ever since The Good Wife, he's been my boo. Sure. So I feel like everybody is just, you know, they late to the game. So that was <laughs> for him when he was giving Alicia Flores the blues, honey. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, Bishop. Yes. Oh, he played, he played a very good villain on that show. He, he did. He's good. another one that can wear a suit. Oh. <sighs> He did. He's, oh, he's the brother Susan. Oh, honey, I'm just trying my panties just melting all over this nigga. And I'm not even okay. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. He's beautiful. He's beautiful. His skin and everything. He's beautiful. Yes. I live for him. And his nice white teeth. I can't stand somebody who's like, it's bad enough that teeth are stained, but like, you're really, 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 really dark, like a pretty dark. Well, all darks are pretty, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like you know what I mean. Like you're just, you're just that dark, that chocolate, and then you smile mm-hmm. and your teeth yellow. I can't rock with you. I don't like that. You, you better get you some baking soda, some all that, and some peroxide. Yes, I keep. Let it. me tell you. Let me tell you. A dark nigga with white pretty teeth. <laughs> Will always get my time and attention. Yes, see, I'm not sorry. I don't care. That's why you need to be bisexual so you can have both, y'all. (laughs) 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 And that's y'all gay news for the day. No, no, you can't. No, you ain't gonna be fishing up on my on my dark. Get you a bisexual, they can do both. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> oh God! Oh 
say the ignorant. We are ignorant at, at its finest. Okay, those are Gucci's ignorant bars for the week. Clap it up, everybody. She did Thanks that. Thanks, Solange, for it. Oh, my God. But um, mm-hmm. I thought that the storyline was really good um, in Luke Cage. I mm-hmm. felt like it gave me a whole lot. Um, also, I liked the people who were um, selected to play the role. I thought everyone was just talented. They did an amazing job. I think the viewers did an amazing job mm-hmm. because apparently not a lot of white people are watching this, so it has to be the blacks, the people of color that was shutting down Netflix. So y'all showed out, you showed up, you showed that you wanted something like this. Representation matters. And so I feel like we're going to get more blackness. Like, this. Yeah. come on now, numbers don't lie. Let me tell you something. I like that because I watched the sneak peek for Insecure, Issa Rae's new show. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't watched it, watch it. It is excellent. I went on free HBO week. Oh, girl. I ain't, I ain't got the five, Gina. Listen, I ain't got the five, Gina. Um, I'm not paying extra for no HBO. I'm not doing it. It's thirteen dollars a month, girl. I don't care. Do you know what I can get for thirteen dollars? So you do Wawa for a week, out one week out of the month. For girl, a week, bruh. Girl, nah, not for no HBO. I don't even. For the sweet, precious like HBO, girl. How what do you do? I can I can barely and... watch Queen Sugar. How am I gonna pay thirteen dollars a month for some HBO? Like, nah, they get <sighs> they get a hundred and twelve dollars too much now. <laughs> you ain't real, I'm, my nigga. Not when it come to that. I'm not spending my coins on no TV. Let me tell you something. I have to have HBO. Um, That's what YouTube is for. I don't, I don't really, Let me tell you something. I'm not doing this with you right now. Let's stay on topic. <laughs> I appreciated. Uh, <laughs> I appreciated the characters in the show. I appreciated yeah. um, just the the storyline, the plot, the pacing, the cinematography. Yeah. Um, I appreciated a lot about this show. I also appreciated the fact that a lot of um, my Asian friends on my face and my Facebook Asian friends watched it mm-hmm. and liked it. And uh, the reality is, is that you know we don't need anyone to tell our stories for us. Not, and now this is what I'm really appreciating about where we are right now. I do feel like we are having another experiencing another full out Black Renaissance. So mm-hmm. I think the difference is is that we really are taking into account the mistakes we made previous in previous years. Right. Right. And that we are not we are not going to ask for our respect. We're going to demand it. Right. And we're not going to, you know, be pacified with some of these flimsy excuses. You know, we're going to take people to task and hold them accountable. The right. reality is we don't need anyone to tell our stories for us. You know, I was pissed off that Quentin Tarantino had made a comment about Luke Cage because he was like, this was during this black exploitation time and they should have, no, my nigga. We uh, don't need to be no black exploitation shit, and I'd appreciate it if your white ass would just sit down somewhere and shut the fuck and up. And stop saying nigga. How about that? And also, um, 
I don't need you to tell the, my my people's stories for us anymore. Right. We can tell. Our we own got stories. this. Right. And that's and that's what makes Atlanta so great because if you can tell, like I re- like the stuff that's happening, I relate to it so much. Yeah. It's because it's real. Yep. It's actually it's absolutely real. Like that's exactly how niggas talk. That's exactly how bras get together when they're with their friends. Like mm-hmm. and, you know what goes down. Like this mm-hmm. is exactly how it is. So I'm happy to see all of that. I'm happy to hear our voices and not only, you know, see us act out the words, you know, but put the pen to the paper. Right. And, and the whole process of it all. I'm 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 so happy that this is this is happening. And Word. um I'm listen, for us by us, I'm glad this is happening. Lee Cage <laughs> and Solange's album. I, my melanin was just overloaded and on sleek all at once. Yes. I think we have to thank Miss Tina for both Beyonce and Solange. I don't know if she, like, sat them down and was like, listen, y'all got enough of them white dollars. You know, you can bank mm-hmm. on that now. The residuals is coming in, but I'm going to need y'all to go out here and represent and show mm-hmm. them that y'all are really some niggas. I really feel like she had a real nigga moment with them, and they took mm-hmm. that shit to heart because she don't play, and they got their shit together. And for that, Miss Tina, I thank you, okay? Yes, we need more black um, artists who are willing to step out on a limb for black people because there are still a whole lot of Kanye's out there. And I don't know what the <laughs> fuck happened to Kanye. Donda happened to Kanye. What do you mean? girl. Poor Kanye. If Donda he were alive. He misses his mama. If Donda were alive, Kanye, I don't know. I don't know. But um, there was a whole thing in the 90s, I remember, where it seemed like black men were just so willing to be colorless. Because mm-hmm. um, there was a thing, uh, Victoria Rowell, she was on um, Young and the Rest when she played Drew Winter. Mm-hmm. And she was having problems on the set with some of the white cast members because she was advocating for the black cast members. Like, wait a minute, we need black hairstylists in here. I need a black mm-hmm. makeup artist. You know, you ain't going to be doing my hair and have me looking all crazy. Right. And, you know, she was very much, you know, vocal about some of the discrimination in, in soap opera daytime television because it was a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like um, when Neil was with Victoria, all those white women writing in talking about their disgust at him putting his black hands on her white skin and and they yeah. actually broke you know, they broke up the characters because they just were like, No, we're not having it. So oh, wow. um when she I remember she was on the Danny Fox show when he was on the XM show and um she was on there talking to Neil, his real name is Christoph uh Peterson. Mm-hmm. Christoph St. John. I can't remember his name. He's black though. And, mm-hmm. you know, they were kind of having That's a discussion. That's that um, brown-skinned dude that was on Martin that one time. Mm-hmm. 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 He was in Daddy's Bears back in the day. But Neil's been on The Young and the Restless forever, and he really does play a milk-toast black dude. Yeah. And he's been passed over so many goddamn times for promotion at um, New Enterprise. I was like, Jesus Christ. They done promoted <laughs> Brad, and that nigga was the pool boy. But anyway, I digress. I digress. <laughs> So they were on the radio and they were having a conversation. She was like, you know, you knew they were doing this stuff to me and saying, you know, these type of things and, you know, making these comments. And she was like, and you didn't say anything. And he was like, you know, she was like, so I'm speaking out now. I'm, you know, she had a lawsuit and all this kind of stuff. 
um, you know, talking about the discrimination she experienced. And he kind of made the comment like, well, yeah, it's bad, but why would you, he said, you're making it hard for me, the people who are still there, like you're still making it hard for me. And it was just kind of like a contrast where she was just down to fight the power, but he just wasn't. He was like, you know, we're on TV, we got it, we're getting a check, we got it good. And it was like, no, there's no yeah. point of being on TV and getting a check if you can't have your dignity. Right. I think and, I think for that, I think for him it was more important to be considered a man than it was to be considered a black man. Right. And it's a, there's a lot of black celebrities who were on that way. Yeah. And I'm glad that we have this movement now where it's like, no, it is totally okay to be black yeah. and woke. And there are a lot of people who, you know, like when J-Lo tweeted that All Lives Matter, I was like, oh, no, 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 Miss J-Lo. You're mm. never going to get a dime out of me. You I never supported her. I never supported her anyway, but I always gave her a prop. But now, no. Mm-mm. I don't see it for her. Anybody she who wants All Lives Matter. What? I said she went back to her people. That black, that black thing was a phase for her. Listen, it was a means to an end, and we all mm-hmm. know, we know the deal. Mm-hmm. But when she was trying to, you know, come up and all that other kind of stuff, she was just been out. She was no longer but, called J Lo when she wanted to be a maid in Manhattan. But then, of course, why did we let her know? Like, no, you're being eater, get out of here. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, girl. I, but you know, why still she's a hello girl? I swear. But anywho, I I'm gonna move on from all that to say that um, I just hope everybody just, I hope we just keep getting blacker and blacker. Yeah. I just hope we keep getting blacker, girl, because honey. <laughs> okay. Did you watch Queen Sugar this week? Um, kind of. What does that even mean? Whatever. It was on, but I had it on mute. Girl, uh... I watched it, but it was on mute. I do know that, um, I don't know what happened in the beginning, but um, I do know that Girl, the Nova, is, Nova is about to be gay for Facebook. I don't think Nova is going to be gay for Facebook. I think Toba is going to do it already. Toba. <laughs> <laughs> well, she picked a really nice person to be it with because Reagan Gomez is gay. Reagan Gomez pictures from what I can tell from that scene. <laughs> like, I'm like, they are flirting. I was yes. Like, God. Okay. Yes. I see you now. And um, <laughs> I honestly, I I was low key jealous because whenever I've ever been hit on by a woman, it's always just been some 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 hood booger. And I was like, why? Mm-hmm. So I was in my experience. I was like, no, this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> like I deserve, I deserve to be, you know, seen and accepted by the beautiful people. But it never happens to me. It's never that's not my story. But um, I thought it was really cute. Um, Reagan Gomez is very pretty, and so I was like, yes, girl, you gonna be gay for yeah. Facebook? You know, come all the way through with it. If I was gonna be gay for Facebook, I would totally do it with Martha Stewart. I wouldn't do it for free. If she gay for pay, we hmm, Ooh. that's not her that did that. Um. No, that was from that show in the house. Never mind. 
Oh, you talking about that other girl? Yeah, whatever her name was. Oh, Maya Campbell. I wherever she is, I hope she's getting help. She's a porn star now. I'm you not know a star, what? but no, I think that people were taking advantage of her because um, she Ooh. is she's um I, I want to say bipolar. Oh, she real bad. oh, she got the she got what Lark has. Yes, yes. Okay, and she um was on drugs. She yeah. needed help, and people were taking advantage of her. So, unfortunately, oh, she was, yeah, that's how that porn thing came about. I don't believe that if she were in her, if she were healthy, right, that she would have made yeah. that decision. Right. Yeah, um, but it was, yeah, yeah. That's a very, very sad um, mental health story. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I do... Um, like um, Tova and, and Reagan together. I thought on the in interview, um, I thought it was pretty factual. Like, yeah, that is how motherfuckers do. You get up in there and you try to talk about something serious, and they up there clowning, acting stupid. Right. Nobody got time for that. <laughs> Nobody got time for that. But I, I, but okay. So when Tova responded, I don't think she was wrong you know, for calling the girl, you know, for making her statement. Charlie got mad, but I agreed with um, Tova. I did, too, because um, you're, you're talking about the part where she said, why are we always calling them, vic- why are we always blaming the victim? Right, why part? is the victim always yeah. to blame? Mm-hmm. Right, I, I agree with her, too, and I think, I think initially Charlie, um, believe that he did it and then for what I think her heart got into her head if that makes sense and she didn't mm-hmm. want to believe it so she chose she chose to be ignorant when it came to that and to believe him and so now she, because she wants to believe him she's on his side and she's going to go after or attack whoever is against what um can y'all hear that <sighs> no okay she wants, um, she's going to attack whatever go against, you know, how think, she's feeling at that moment. I think that the reason why Charlie believed him is because she was a prostitute and that it was easier for her of to course. look down on her. It's easier to, to blame a sex worker. Right, than to say this is the kind of woman my man wants. Or, right. You know, um and when they were having that argument and everybody was like, okay, y'all, let's just not do this right here, right now. And it was just the point where they were like, okay, well, we're doing this. This is happening. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, ooh, you can just see the look on everybody's faces. They was like, oh, Lord, what is happening? Like, this is going <laughs> down. And um, I like that black man who comes through who's the um, farm manager. Because he really is like, listen, I don't got time for none of you niggas and your nigga shit. Y'all are focused. And I'm not having it. And I really appreciate him coming to get the siblings together. Like, we're going to work this right. farm. Everybody's going to fall in line. And we're all going to do what we're going to do. Right. And um, one of my favorite things was um, that goddamn Ralph Angel. <laughs> that goddamn Walter David. Gene <laughs> Bobby. put that shit. Bobby. When he put that shit in the goddamn shit, I was like, if you don't get that shit out of there, and I was so glad Ann saw 
oh my god, <laughs> he finally did, you know, really man up and 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 tried to do the right thing and told the guy like, listen, I don't need this. Like I'm leave. Y'all not gonna have me roped up in this stuff. Um, and he told the manager, he was like, I want, like, you're not going to fire me. You're going to lay me off. And he mm-hmm. was like, because I was going to tell him how you've been stealing out my check. And I was like, yes, tell how they've been stealing out your motherfucking check. <laughs> and so I really thought he got away with it until the police showed up. But for me, one of the things I wanted to know was, does the parole officer know that that place is corrupt and got them doing that stuff? Like how? Who's in? Who I don't is think so. I don't. I don't think they know, and that's why I think um, that that guy hires convicted or whether what are they convicts? Convicts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse my typos. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he hires convicts because he knows he can get away with it, and it's his mm-hmm. word against theirs. That you know the the courts just want to get these men off the streets. They just want to get them jobs. They don't, I don't even, and they don't even care. Right. They, you know, they're just, you know, it's it's terrible because, you know, that whole two sweet uh, storyline, I felt terrible for that little boy. Yeah, me too. I felt terrible for him because he was just like, I'm not going to make it. He was like, the guards just watched. And I, that part killed me. Mm-hmm. That part killed me because I was like, don't nobody deserve all that. And over, um, not, over, not over some weed. Right. Like, you're just making it even worse, you know, because the psychological trauma of it all. And then when he gets back out on the street, he just may become more aggressive and more violent because he never wants to be hurt again. Right. You know, it's just it's just an ugly, vicious cycle. And... um I felt Tova when she was looking at Davis, like, nigga, no, you didn't just come over here talking about something you understand what Tootsie's going through. She was <laughs> over it. Over it. And I was like, girl, yes, be over she it. Should be. Yeah, she was like, you think you know what this little boy going through? And, um, honey, I really enjoyed how Charlie was working the field with her boo, I, how cute was it that he said he would give her the seed for free because he's engineered his own time? Yeah, and, I mean, um, that kind of helps both of them out. It does. It absolutely does. So I was with it, and I like that, you know, they were talking and, mm-hmm. you know, spending time together, getting close, and I thought it was cute when the son came and he saw him and shook his hand, and, you know, we gave him dap or whatever, and. You know, yeah. he was kind of familiar with him already, and the father had no choice but to see that shit. Right. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this is new stepdaddy. <laughs> and I just think that Aunt Vi's wig this week was so <laughs> important. From so the important. Uh, Mary J. Blige collection? Mm-hmm, that's the No Drama collection. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think yes. she was wearing the um, no hatery in the stancery line. No, it wasn't hateration, holleration. It was mm-hmm. the um, I'm just married. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was the yeah, I'm just married. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And right. <laughs> I thought that it was very important 
um, her wig this week. Um, <laughs> very important. Because her wig knew that George Phillip was lying, and she was right. in the damn shed anyway. She had on her wig of discernment. Yes. Come to yes. the words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. She knew he was lying and said, let me just go out here and check the damn shed anyway. Yes. Because she know her nephew. Exactly. Exactly. Because she know her, her brother didn't do right. He mm-hmm. meant well, but he didn't do right. Yeah. And so she said, we're just going to, you know, go ahead and move these boxes and stuff, and it's just going to be what it is. And when he had, when he went and he called Blue, he gave Blue the phone to him what to do, I was like, run, Blue, run. Oh. <laughs> I was like, you're going to stop putting Blue in these positions. But Blue was right. Fun. And it's like, when are you going to get this through your head? Oh. But you don't want people to treat you like a, like a, the child that you are. Uh-huh, like a fuck-up. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I really just, oh, I could take it if something happened to Blue when the police was there. But it's interesting how the police all of a sudden showed up and knew. I was like, see, <laughs> I would, if they come looking for these motherfucking phones, child, I would have went in and sold them phones anyway and kept yeah. all the money. Yeah. That's what I would have did. <laughs> Off the no bulls. And um, one of the things that, okay, so last week we saw Hollywood with his wife. Mm-hmm. I missed that Hollywood was, uh, this week. It was uh, Pam, Pam, right? Pam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I missed Hollywood this week, but we still handling his business. So I'm just, you know, I couldn't get my Hollywood fix this week, but I'm going <laughs> to power through. Yeah. Because um, when... Charlie got to the office with Davis, and they handed over the check. And um, they handed over the check, and she was like, I don't believe you did this. You know, I believe that Charlie was really off of her. Um, there's a hierarchy. You know, she's a mm-hmm. basketball wife. Mm-hmm. And if you remember basketball wise, how they used to look down on Royce Reese because she was a dancer, a cheerleader, yes. or whatever. Yes. I felt like that's where Charlie was coming Royce. from. Royce. Mm-hmm. I felt that's where she was coming from because she was like, oh, you're a prostitute. This is what you do. No one can rape you. You know, and it was like, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, you can. Right. And um, I was a little weary and skeptical of the girl myself because she was like, she doesn't want, she didn't, she's not talking to the other players. Mm-hmm. And so um, she, Charlie was just like, I'm going to, like, I'm standing beside you, Davis. I'm going to do this because we're, um, you know, going to present this united front and we're going to do, you know, the right thing. And I think she was committed at that point. Mm-hmm. And so when she gets in the room with the lady, girl, mm-hmm. and the girl started having, you know, she she wanted her face to face. She wanted to have her say. Mm-hmm. She said, um, 
she was just like, I've been your girl for three years. And I was like, oh. And that's when Charlie's face changed, yeah, because mm-hmm. Charlie was like, oh, this is the prostitute. Because he did confess and say that he had been sleeping with the prostitute earlier on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was hurt about that. But now she done really came face-to-face with the actual prostitute, not just some random groupie after the basketball game. So I like, no, she was sleeping with this woman on a regular basis right. for three years. For three years. And she three even said your son's name. And once she would have said my son's name, I would have had to slap her in her mouth. Girl, she said you left because when she said Micah, I was like, oh, we got baby with a girl. And I was like, no, that's their son. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. And that's what that was like, Charlie, girl, like, do you see? She was like, you don't even know. Your I was like, they've been together for three whole goddamn years. And she was just like, you left and you gave me some money. But the other men came in the room and were just like, yeah, like, yeah, it's our turn now. And she was like, no, he wouldn't do that. But she did. And she was like, and they took turns. Mm-hmm. So I think. I don't think she t- she took money from the other players. No, they said that the extra money that Davis gave or whoever her husband's name is gave, um, they said that that money was for her, for them. Right, yeah, he paid for them to sleep with her, but she, right. he didn't say, like, my boys are going to come in and you going to take care of them. Like, nah, like, he didn't even do that. right. And no, but the thing about it I'm talking about is as far as a settlement. She's not talking oh, um, to the other players for a settlement. Yeah. Meaning yeah. she's I believe she's going to move forward with her case. Pursuing them. Right. Mhm. She was really hurt by Davis. Whatever his name. What is Davis, yeah. She was Yeah, she was just hurt at the fact that he would do that. Right. And it actually makes sense. Like, wait a minute, you didn't even discuss that with her. She had side chick itis. She dance if you don't come through with that word. She got yeah. comfortable. Mm-hmm. She got comfortable in her side chick role, and she really thought that she had a place mm-hmm. in his life. And for her, Charlie to hear him say, you know the rules on the road. I do what I want. Mm-hmm. That killed her. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne told y'all I don't get too comfortable. Next time you listen. No. Let me tell you something. That's for everybody to be safe. Don't get comfortable. How about that? <laughs> um, it, it just, I was just like, that was a bombshell for me. Mm-hmm. You know? It just, yeah, man, I just couldn't believe. <laughs> I just, I'm still not over it because Charlie's face, he got up and walked out. But she yeah. did apologize. And it's like, uh, it's too late now, girl. I tried to tell you in the beginning, but because you saw me as as a sex worker, you didn't want to believe me. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I, I. I don't think I was all the way ready. <laughs> it just, it was a lot. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. So, um, okay. 
I enjoyed Queen Sugar. I enjoyed Aunt Vi. I enjoyed um, Charlie. I'm waiting for Charlie to give Mr. Remy some poo because he deserves it, and she deserves some 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 trustworthy peen. Mm-hmm. Um, some country peen. Country. Ladies, mm. listen. Y'all need to leave these city boys alone, okay? Just <laughs> boys anger. Just leave them alone. Just get you something country, something comfortable, something to sound like grits and gravy. Like you, you don't want mm. these city people. They don't. They don't cook. They go to the Chinese takeout. Y'all, y'all don't want that. <laughs> Come on, just. Get you something that's going to make your pussy sound like macaroni and cheese being served. Yes. Comforts. Comforts. Okay, get all that. That in your life. All right. Get it. I I just, I, I, I must, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I was very happy. I felt like now it's all coming to a head. We're finally getting, you know, not necessarily all of the mess, but we're definitely getting what we, you know, what we need yeah. from the show. And um, it didn't let me down this week. I'm just waiting for Hollywood to get back and see what happens with that. And I'm just ready. Yeah. I think it's, I think next episode is really going to be good. Oh, absolutely. Hold At on. Least I hope so. <laughs> oh, you move. Sorry. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Oh, child, I don't know what it is about this time of year, but now all of a sudden I want to sneeze and it's getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we don't have any letters this week, and we don't have a business to highlight for Give Black. So we're going to do something different. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. We're going to play One's Gotta Go, One's Gotta Stay. Okay? <laughs> so you can do either or. We list four things. And what's going to happen is we have to choose one that can stay or one's got to go. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. Go, sir. Oh, is my go? Yes. Okay. You want me to pick? Oh, I'm hot. You want me to pick or you want me to give you one? No, give me one. My bad. Okay. You want one got to go or one got to stay? One's got to go. Okay. So this, they either have to go, they have to go, and when they go, their whole body of work goes too. So we got, let's see, Beyonce. Solange, Chance the Rapper, and Kendrick Lamar. Okay. The list is Beyonce, Kendrick Lamar, Chance the Rapper, and who? Solange. One's got to go? Yep. <laughs> Chance the rapper. I don't really. I, I've only heard a couple songs from him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Chance the rapper. I mean, I know he's everyone's fave right now, and people love him and all that. But he's amazing, and he ain't sad to nobody. I know. I appreciate everything about him and what he's doing. I do. He's the wave. Totally. He's he's clutch. 
He is. He is. He's mm-hmm. cute, too. He's absolutely adorable. I wanted him to not be signed and be Grammy nominated at the same time. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So you ready? I'm ready. You want one's got to go or one's got to stay? One's got to stay. One's got to stay. Okay. Only one can stay, okay? Okay. Your job, your car, your apartment, your edges. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) One's got to stay. Your job, your apartment, your car, your edges. My edge is going to have to stay. I refuse to be an edgeless bitch out here. <laughs> okay. Listen. Y'all want to catch me slipping. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, no, no. No, I, I need all of my edges. <laughs> I refuse to be out of here with bald-ass temples. Girl. Oh. Come through, honey. We, girl, we are, you are my sister. You are. You are. Just want you to know, in this moment, we feel so Yes. Yes. You and me oh. are apart. <laughs> I'm sorry. I refuse. Like I can walk wherever I need to go. I can find another job. I can find another Exactly. As long as I got edges, edges, it's nothing I can't do. <laughs> in the name. In the name, honey. Come through. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Okay. okay. Let's see what I got. What what was my other one? Oh, one gotta stay. <laughs> you can't have no eyebrows, no teeth, or you you can have a mustache or a beard. One's gotta stay. Yes. Yeah, so either you don't have no teeth, you don't have no eyebrows. You have a mustache or you have a beard? Girl, I already got a mustache. Shit. I got it on eyebrows. I got it on teeth. And a beard, so as long as it don't connect, shit, I don't fuck. But I'm a happy. Oh, girl, no, I can't. Girl, listen, listen, listen. Okay, we're just going to have to just listen. There are some things that just cannot that are just not negotiable, okay? That's eyebrows and edges. <laughs> eyebrows, edges, teeth. I got to have all of that. You understand? <laughs> Jesus. Like, I can whack my chin and my upper lip. Whack <laughs> it. But no teeth, no eyebrows. Girl, I don't want to look like Raven Simone in the forehead, girl. Oh, God. <laughs> Listen, Raven got tired of y'all talking about her eyebrows, but she got them together. Girl. She must have went to every continent she was from and got it together. She better had with her black ass <laughs> self. Oh, I'm over her. I'm still over her. All right. One's got to go. One's got to stay. Uh, one's got to go. All right. Dylon, 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 Dylon. <laughs> <laughs> Neither. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. One's got to go. One's got to go. Okay, here we go. Alexander O'Neill, Kibo Bryson, Freddie Jackson, 
Lisa Vandross. Uh, O'Neal. <gasps> I need Lisa. I need Lisa. I need Pebo. But then that means there won't be no Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> I'm okay. Oh, no. Yeah, There'll be okay. no sunshine, girl. That's all right. I already got rid of people. But that's Mm-mm. just me. Regina, Regina Bell can sing a whole new world by a damn self. <laughs> I can't believe it. You are thug. You are thug. I'm a gangster geek. It's all right. <laughs> well, go on. What? Please have enough of it. It's a way. I said, do you have another one? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, on that note, game's over. <laughs> oh, boy. This but, is um, hard. I'm like, I can't come up with this shit. <laughs> I mean, honestly, coming up with it was easy. It was choosing that was hard for me. Lord have mercy. I was like, oh. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So um, we can probably totally play this game again if everyone likes it. Yeah. Um, send us we some. We can totally do it again. Yes, and send us some. And then also, please, you know, write in, send us some letters. And um, if you are an African-American entrepreneur, we would love to highlight you on our show and website. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. definitely, please. Uh, give black and email us at cookieandgooch at gmail.com. And if you have not checked out our website, you can go to thecookandthegooch.com and you can check us out and you can see all of our episodes. You can also see all of our highlights and um, we're still working on what we're going to put on the website, but we're definitely going to start adding more content to it um, in the next coming um, months. So stay tuned for that. Yep, and like and share and subscribe on Podomatic and Stitcher. Yes, we are on Stitcher and Podomatic, and we would love to see you there. Also, if you just want a regular RSS feed, you can sign up for an RSS feed via our um, – you can subscribe to our RSS feed via our website, thecookinthegooch.com. Yep. Okay. Mm. Anything else? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank you, everybody, for um, your condolences and sympathies and cards and all that. So thank you. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And thank you to Gerard who came and filled in last week um, yes. so that Gucci could have time with her family. We appreciate that. Yes. All right. Well, on that note, we'll see y'all niggas next week and shit, right? Yep. All right. Bye.